Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Miss Marcy. Hey everybody, I'm back and welcome to another episode. Um, first, let me say if you want to email me for, you know, whatever reason, um, feedback or just questions or just anything, email me at conversations with Miss Marcy at gmail.com. That is conversations with Miss Marcy at gmail.com. So I wanted to get out, get that out the way first and foremost, because I always forget to leave that. I always forget to add that in. Anyway, so it seemed like it's been a while since I've been on here to talk to y'all, but it hasn't been that long. But um, yeah, I had a pretty good weekend. Um, and how about I'm glad um, I show this is us is back, y'all. Oh my gosh, yes, honey, y'all know that's my show. <laughs> But um, I, I just feel like that's one of the most powerful shows on television right now. You know, it, I like I love that show because it that is one show that could actually make me feel all the emotions that you feel as a person. I mean, I haven't there's I don't even think there's ever been a show that. Uh, let me see before I say that I might be lying. Hold on. <laughs> Cause I like a lot of family shows. I, I notice I'm always drawn to a lot of shows that are based around family. Like, um, there was a show that used to come on NBC called the parenthood or parenthood or something like that. And I used to really like watching that. I used to love watching runs house. Um, that was like one of the first reality shows I used to enjoy watching. Um, I used to love soul food. Y'all remember soul food? Back in the day, I think it came on Showtime. Uh, yeah, it was Showtime. Or was it Cinemax? No, it was Showtime. Um, Soul Food. What, what, just, you know, it's always a show based around family that I always find that I truly enjoy. So, so it's not like, you know, I haven't, you know, watched powerful shows based around family. But there's something about This Is Us. I don't know. It's just so man, like you, you just really fall in love with those characters. And I think it's just, I don't know. It's just excellent writing. Like I, I really think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an excellent show. Um, like I remember this one episode where one of the characters, um, his name is Randall on the show. I can't think of it. What is his real name? Uh, let me see. What is Randall's real name in real life? He, he was also on uh, black Panther um but anyway he was um on the show he had he was suffering from a um a, a panic attack or something like that like you know and on one of the episodes he was like sitting in the corner because he was having a breakdown like a little meltdown or whatever sterling brown yeah sterling k brown that's his name but anyway he was having like a little meltdown in, in this one episode it was like around the first or second season uh this was the, the the season where his dad was you know still around his biological father and he was just having a meltdown and he was sitting in the corner and i'm sitting here watching it and i'm like literally like what's wrong with Randall? oh my god like i was <laughs> <laughs> and I was damn near in tears like and I was so serious man but, but that's how powerful that show is <laughs> and I'm laughing because I don't get like that over shows I really don't 
and that's when I knew I said, yeah, this is, this is a, this is an awesome show. So y'all, when I be always mentioning like, oh, this is us is on, you know, I, that's cause I really do love that show. So anyway, speaking of families, y'all. Okay. So honey, I've been looking at the, um, you know, celebrity news and gossip or whatever. And they've been talking a lot about Lori Harvey, honey. That's Steve Harvey's, uh, stepdaughter, right? Now, it's first of all, she's been in the news lately because she's um she was, you know, um in a hit and run accident back in October where she hit someone's car and she tried to flee the scene, but she ended up calling her, you know, her big time celebrity stepdad Steve or whatever got him on uh, face face uh you know face uh, message or whatever FaceTime and you know basically she was able to walk away from that situation, but now she's being, um, she has to go to court or whatever. And she could possibly be facing up to a year in prison. But also another reason why she's being talked about is because she is dating the rapper future, the fucking breeder. He is just trash to me, but whatever. I feel like Lori Harvey is a beautiful girl and she could have, I mean, just about any man she probably wants, you know what I'm saying? Just like, um, Angela Simmons and Ray Janae Carter and I say those women because they are they're beautiful girls but they seem like they choose I don't know but I, I just don't understand why she would choose someone who basically what do you got like 10 kids and it's like you know she can have the upper echelon of a man but you choose the man with like 10 baby 10 kids and like all these baby mamas and oh gosh like he you know he be his his baby mama madness be it just be all over social media but anyway my whole point in bringing that up is this so people talk about how Lori has been with you know she's been linked to justin combs which is diddy's son and also diddy himself or whatever she's been linked to so you got a father and son duo going on then okay but before that she was uh engaged to someone I don't know. I don't really follow Lori like that, but I'm just, you know, so, so the father and son duo didn't work out. <laughs> then she started kicking it with future. Then she started kicking it with Trey songs. Okay. And then now back to future, honey, back to the future. Okay. And so people are, you know, criticizing her like, oh, she's being a thought. Oh, my gosh. You know, oh, she's this, this, that, you know. And then, you know, some people are like, shit, she doing what these niggas do. You know, what's the big deal? And me personally, I feel like, yeah, she's a beautiful young girl. She's a she's a beautiful young woman. But it's like, and, and I mean, you know, some people say, well, she's just, you know, she's young. She's just uh, seeing what she likes out here. She's just what they call multi-dating or whatever. But the thing is in that industry, you got to be careful with who you multi-date because once you start to become linked to all these different men, it's like, it's not about your multi-dating. It's like you're fucking thotting at this point, you're being a fucking whore. And the thing about it is the men that she's choosing are like well-known with the exception of, uh, uh, with the exception of Justin Combs, she's, dating men who are known to be like you know what i'm saying just known to be like fuck niggas like she's dating guys who i feel like especially someone like future he's the type of guy to me if you see a woman with him 
you know they're smashing you know what i'm saying he's definitely getting it you know what i mean it's like so it's not like you know it's just like they're just holding hands and going out on dates fuck no you know and so this is what the point this is let me bring this to my whole point I say, no, there's nothing wrong with multi-dating. There's nothing wrong with dating different people to see, you know, what you like or who you like or whatever. But my only issue with that nowadays is that people don't really date anymore. You know, people, I feel like people equate dating to having sex. Okay. So while she is quote unquote dating all these different people and not just Lori Harvey but just different just women period or just people period I mean if you're dating that's cool but when there, once sex becomes involved which nowadays it does it's like I mean for real like I don't really I don't really know too many you know what I'm saying p- people who they're just strictly dating where you're just going out dating to me is when you're going out you know, you're, 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 you're hanging out, you're having conversations and everything, and there's no sex involved. To me, that is truly dating. But like I said, nowadays it's not set up that way because people want to incorporate sex as well. So at that point, you're not dating, you're fucking around. You're messing around, you know? Um, matter of fact, I was talking to a young lady at work and she was telling me that, you know, we were just having a little sidebar conversation and she was saying that, okay, her logic is like this. She feels that dating is, you know, when you are having sex and you guys are spending time and things like that. But she feels like when you're just, you know, talking and going places and there is no sex involved, She feels like that's just being friends. Okay. You're just being friends. So my definition of dating, like I just told y'all my definition of dating to her, she was saying that's called being friends and see, but I guess in my definition of dating, as far as, like I said, you know, you're hanging out, you're doing things together, but you're not having sex. I think friendship is incorporated in that as well for me. So, so Dating and friendship is kind of like, it's like, you know, dating and building a friendship is kind of like, it kind of goes the same with, you know, with me, according to my definition and my logic. And she said that she feels like, you know, like I said, when there's sex involved and everything and you're, you know, hanging out and spending time together, she, she feels like that's a relationship. That's not dating. She feels like that's a relationship. So... Wait a minute. I think I'm getting confused with what the hell she said. I just know that she, <laughs> I just know that her idea of dating, um, was more so along the lines of being in a relationship. So I'm saying all that to say that, you know, people have their different definitions, but again, the, the actual term of dating is just basically getting to know someone without, you know, sex and things like that. But again, like I said, when it comes to multi-dating this day and age, people can't seem to leave sex out of it. So then that's when it becomes messy and that's when it becomes, okay, so if you're linked to all these different men, then I mean, it just looks like you're being a damn thought for real. But you know, and you know, people were saying she's making the Harvey name look bad because you know, you know, everybody knows Steve preaches about, you know, acting like a lady and thinking like a man. 
but you know it's like okay well what about your daughter she she kind of missed the she didn't get that memo uh she's acting like a man all right you know um i mean she ain't acting like no lady okay um she's definitely thinking like a man (laughs) but um (laughs) so you know, like I said, I, like I said, I don't see nothing wrong with multi-dating, but at the same time, it's just how you go about doing things. And then, and like I said, she's messing, she's dealing with guys who we know, I mean, they gotta be smashing. I'm sorry. Like, so I don't know if I would say, I, I wouldn't say that it's really much that Steve Harvey and Marjorie could do because she is an adult. She is an adult, but it does kind of make, I think it does kind of make the Harvey brand look, I mean, what y'all think? Do y'all think it makes the Harvey brand look a little bad? You know, um, I feel like it's really kind of no different from a preacher's kid or a cop's kid, you know, where, you know, they say preacher's children, preacher's kids are the worst fucking kids. (laughs) I mean, for real and cops kids as well. Cause it's like, regardless of what a preacher is standing up there preaching in the pulpit, it's like can i mean can they really control their own children no you know i feel like at the end of the day people are accountable for their own actions regardless of who your mama and daddy is regardless of what your mama and daddy do or who who's the who you know regardless if your daddy is a preacher or whatever you know it's like you know you really can't control what another individual does especially another adult so so while i do think yeah her actions kind of does, you know, it kind of, you know, you know, kind of, uh, puts a little tarnish on the Harvey name, you know? Um, but again, that's no, I don't think that's any fault of Steve's or her mom's. I don't know. But, um, so anyway, speaking of dating and love and relationships and everything, do y'all believe in soulmates? I don't like, I really don't. And I'm going to tell you why, because I feel like this, there are billions of people on this earth, billions of people on this here earth. I refuse to believe that there is just one person with whom you can connect. You know, I just, I, I, I refuse to believe that out of, out of the billions of people. I mean, because if that was the case, then why do people cheat? You know, some people cheat with people. I mean, well, I know some people cheat just for lust reasons of lust, but some people cheat because they truly feel a connection to another person. And then, and I, and I think about how people be like, Oh, this is my one true love. And Oh, um, this is my soulmate. But then they turn around and get divorced. You know, they, they marry their quote unquote soulmate, but then they turn around and get divorced. And also, a soulmate is not even biblical. I, if somebody could show me, you know, where in the Bible is, does it talk about soulmates? You know? So I I just don't believe in it. Now I do believe in a connection. I do. I, but I don't believe that you can just have a connection with one person. I just don't believe that. So, I don't believe it because I mean, it's evident. You know, like I said, people are drawn to other people for different reasons. You can have a connection with one person for one reason, and you can have another connection with, a, with another person for whatever other reasons. I mean, so, I mean, that's just me though. I, you know, like I said, I believe in, I, I do believe in a connection. 
I do believe in chemistry. I do believe in energy and all that good stuff. But I just don't believe in a soulmate. I don't. Let me take this bracelet off. Yeah, so I'm sorry, I'm fumbling around with this bracelet. Um, so yeah, you know, let me know what y'all think. You know, leave a comment or whatever. Or hell, send me an email. You know, whatever you want to do. We'll do that. We will do that. But um, y'all, they got this R. Kelly part two documentary, honey. I'm not interested. I'm so over this R. Kelly shit. I'm so over it. Yes, you know, you know, this is my thing. I have sympathy and empathy for the girls uh, that he dealt with back in the 90s or whatever. Anyone from 2015 on up, I have no sympathy for you. I'm sorry. I just don't. Because hell, at that point, everybody knew that man's reputation. Everybody knew. So if you thought you was going to be any different or you wanted to get with that man for whatever, your, your singing career or whatever, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. But I just, you know, I'm just, like I said, I'm just really over the whole story. You know, the whole situation is sickening. You know, the new information is coming out. Like, you know, the, the two girls, uh, his two sister wives got into a fight on the internet and then i'm hearing now that that was even a, a that was even a um set up just for a, some so-called documentary that one of them have coming out you know it's just a bunch of mess so i'm moving right along from that but what i do want to get into is i saw online where you know there was a lot of controversy going on a lot of um you know a lot of uh conversation going on in reference to um jay-z and beyonce's daughter blue ivy uh, so what happened was you know meg the stallion another rapper she had posted a picture of herself beyonce and blue ivy um because you know she's a big stand of she's a big fan of beyonce's and so she finally got a chance to meet her idol so she posted this beautiful picture of the three of them and there was a uh a guy from i think it was vanity fair i believe well, he commented and said that I see Blue Ivy's features of her father's are starting to show. I feel bad for her. Or I feel sorry for her or whatever. And then another woman chimed in. She was a white woman. Now, mind you, this guy was black. And then another woman chimed in and she said, well, she could always get surgery like Kylie Jenner. We can always forget that she looked that way. I just refuse to feel sorry for the filthy rich. Now, don't quote me. I'm just saying, I, I mean, I'm not, I don't, I can't remember what they said verbatim, but you know, here's the thing. So people were going in on him saying, you know, how dare he come for an eight year old child, you know, and you know, he's a black man. And, 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 you know, the thing is, it's always been noted that Jay-Z was always considered an ugly guy. You know, let's just be real. Let's be real. Let's not sugarcoat that. But it's like, okay. Is he ugly because of his African features? You know, his wide nose, his his full mouth, his full lips. Um, so it goes back to that 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 inner hatred that black folks have for themselves and their own features. Now, remember just a few weeks ago I talked about the the beauty pageant of, you know, the five African American women winning 
you know, for being Miss USA, Miss Team, Miss, you know what I'm saying? So now we back at something like this, you know, where somebody's talking about, you know, um, somebody's African American, African features not being beautiful enough. And let me see, I'm trying to look that man's name up. What was his name? Damn, what was his name? Okay, here it is. Okay, it was a yeah, Vanity Fair film critic. His name was Kay Austin Collins. And then, okay, so after he made that nasty comment, he tried to backtrack saying, I'm sorry about the Blue Ivy tweet. Okay. And matter of fact, the other one, the other reporter, she apologized as well. So this is, this is what he said. He said, I have a feeling the Jay-Z face jeans are about to really hit Blue Ivy and I feel sorry for her. And then Violet Luca, a web editor for Harper's, um, she replied and said, they haven't already or she'll just get plastic surgery at 16 like Kylie Jenner and we'll have to pretend that she always looked that way. I can't allow myself to feel too sorry for the incredibly rich. So anyway, like I said, they got blasted for coming at a seven year old. I think she said, no, she got is She eight now, seven or eight. But this is the thing. So again, let me go back to what I was saying. That's that bullshit hatred that black folks or just people have towards black features. You know, why is it that the black features are always considered ugly? You know, the full lips, the, 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 the big nose. Let me tell you something. Anybody who know me, honey, y'all see me. I got full lips, honey. And I love my full lips. <laughs> the better to kiss you with. Okay. <laughs> but you know you got these these white people getting fucking botox injected into their mouth to have full lips so okay again what's the issue with full lips you know um i think it's just a doggone shame that you know it's the like i said the black features are always you know the features that get put down but you got the native american features who everybody want to have it even black folks black folks love to feel like oh they want to feel like they got Indian in them. They got native, well, native American, but we call it Indian, but native American, native American in them because you know, native Americans are known to have beautiful features, you know, high cheekbones, nice wavy hair and things like that. But it's like, I don't know. It's like, we just can never be satisfied with our own features. And I personally feel I actually kind of feel bad for Blue Ivy because, I mean, only in terms of the scrutiny that she has to deal with just because of who her parents are, you know, and, and not just her. That's just any any celebrity or any celebrity's child. You know, it's like, damn, these children didn't ask for these parents, but it's like they have to be under scrutiny just because of who their parents are. But I really didn't think it was cool that he he went in like that on Blue Ivy. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why? You know, it's just, it just, it was just kind of disheartening. Like, you know, you don't hear anybody talking about Kanye West and Kim, Kim Kardashian's children. And Blue Ivy is a beautiful, beautiful little girl. And it's like, you just can't win for losing. First, they were talking about her hair. Now it's like, oh, her father's features are kicking in. Give the damn child a break. And to that reporter, I wonder what the hell does your mama look like? What is your, you know, what does your child look like? You know, I'm pretty sure your mama's black, you know? See, this is the type of stuff that pushes, you know, these celebrities, just people, period, to be under all this pressure. You know, you know, celebrities have it rough, guys, for real. Like, people always want to act like celebrities got it made because they got money. No, they actually have it worse. And they actually, a lot of them go through a lot of depression and shit because of 
the the pressure first of all the pressure to to stay relevant the pressure to stay young looking the pressure to look good all the time and it's impossible to look good all the time but i think too because of social media we live in a society where everybody always wants to be picture ready at all times you know what i'm saying because people love to whip out their phone and take selfies anywhere they're at so people always want to look good but see, that's a lot of pressure. And, and if you're a celebrity, it's really added on pressure because hell, you got the world looking at you. You know, women can't go out and have a baby and then still have baby fat, baby weight on them without people trying to fat shame them. <laughs> like, you know, the pressure to get in the gym, to get your body right, to get your body snatched. And see, that's the type of stuff that people be, that that's the type of stuff that makes people go get on drugs and stuff and just, you know what I'm saying? Because they're just, just trying to, you know, it's just, it's overwhelming. I'm glad I'm not in that position, man. I, I don't, mm -mm. Just the vanity is just taking over. Now, when it comes to the whole hair thing, some may say, you know, because you're wearing relaxers and stuff or you trying to wear straight hair that that you're not embracing your african american hair and you're you know my thing is i went natural once and i cut all my hair off i did what it's called what is called the big chop and i cut all my hair off and it started growing back and everything and i see i became frustrated with the natural process one People don't realize being natural is, it's a lot of upkeep. Like it, it really is a lot of maintenance to keep it up. You know what I mean? And I became frustrated with the process. And then like the hairstyles that I wanted, they wasn't, it's like, it's like I didn't have the right grade for the hairstyles that I wanted to wear, or I didn't have the right length. You know, overall, I just became frustrated with the process and hell, I went back to the creamy crack. Okay. I went back to the relaxer and I ain't looked back since. And this has been, I chopped my hair off in like 2012, I believe, or 2013. And I went back to a relaxer about 2014. And honey, I was so glad about that. I just could, I just, I was able to manage my hair better with a relaxer. And not only that, but I just don't like how when you, when you're natural, like as soon as heat or water touch your hair, it's like poof, you know? So I just... I'm okay with wearing relaxers, but that doesn't mean that I'm not proud of my African hair or anything like that. I'm very proud of my hair. I just chose to go ahead and, 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 you know, get it back under new management shit, which was a relaxer. So again, it was just all about my personal preference when it came to the hair. But when we talk about features like a person's nose eyes lips and mouth remember that remember the, the 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 topic about when they came out saying that this um you know certain women had what was called they were the beautiful most beautiful beautiful women in the world because of their metrics of their face and all this type of shit you know this all this vanity and i think that drives people crazy i'm so glad i'm not a celebrity like that is just, it has to be annoying. And you can say, you know, oh, I, that wouldn't get to me if I was, a, you don't know because you're always constantly in the public eye. And it's like, you know, you always, you do want to look your best all the time, but it's like, I just think it's just, that would be hard for me. That, that, I mean, that, that would just be so hard for me because like I said, again, it's, it's, it's impossible to look perfect all the time. It's impossible to always look good. It's just impossible. You're going to have bad hair days. 
Or you know what I mean? You're going to have days where you just, you know, look like shit. But you can't even look like shit in peace. You know, when you're in the public eye. (laughs) You can't. So I feel bad for them people. I really do. But those were cruel, cruel words said by those reporters. And um, I'm surprised they even still have their jobs. Because, honey, you know, the beehive don't be playing with people out here. You can't say nothing bad about Beyonce or her family, honey, without the beehive coming to sting your ass right up. (laughs) Or threatening to kill your ass. (laughs) I have never seen fucking fans like Beyonce's like she has some uh, her fans are kind of scary to me that's scary for them and they it's like they worship her like she is God almighty himself like oh my gosh that is just scary and just it seems kind of demonic for real (laughs) I mean I have certain celebrities that I like but child please I ain't (laughs) you know what I'm saying I'm not riding for them like that Mm mm-mm Y'all, I'm so glad I got a bottle of um some of that sweet red wine from Cooper's Hawk, honey. So a sweetie bought me a bottle of sweet red wine, honey. And if anybody ever been to Cooper's Hawk, you know, that wine is just the bomb. So I'm really enjoying that. So anyway, I think what I'm going to do this coming weekend... I'm going to go see that movie with Michael B. Jordan. Something I want to leave y'all with too. You know, since it's a new year, people always be talking that new year, new me shit. And how they going to cut this off and cut that off. (laughs) I saw a meme. I posted it on my Facebook page too. And I want to share this. It says, if you got to cut 300 people off every year, people ain't the problem. (laughs) That's right. That is right. So I say to that, you know, and what I put on there in my post, I said, perhaps it's you and not them beloved, beloved, because you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a meme with Ayanna Van Zandt on it. So I said, perhaps it's you and not them beloved. You are putting so much energy into cutting everybody off when it's obvious you should be putting that energy into working on you because it's like when you start cutting everybody off and you start noticing your social circle is getting smaller like some like somebody told me my social circle getting smaller and smaller i do agree that as you get older your circle your social circle does get smaller because it's just the way it is but if you cutting off everybody around you and all this type of shit okay at that point it's time to look at yourself okay because obviously it really ain't other people it's your ass you the problem (laughs) and you're the problem because you don't even realize you're the problem you think everybody else is the problem and that's the problem (laughs) so i like that meme i thought that was uh that was a good little message for real all right guys well i think that's it for me today honey i think i'm gonna go watch uh like i said i'm gonna go watch my show honey oh wait a minute i was supposed to tell y'all what movie i wanted to go see it's called Just Mercy with Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx. I think I'm going I'm to I'm go see that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell a certain person we should go see it. All right, y'all. Let me get on up out of here. And remember, if you need to email me, 
send it to conversations with miss marcy at gmail.com follow me on instagram conversations with miss marcy and all right guys that's it for today's podcast thank you so much for tuning in be sure to like and subscribe and follow me on social media all right take care <laughs>